Today in the message, we're talking about the gift that God gives us of confession and absolution. Another way of saying that is admission and forgiveness. What does it mean to to know that we do things wrong, but also to receive in faith the forgiveness that God won for us on the cross, to trust in the promises he delivers to us through gifts of baptism, through gifts of knowing what we believe through the creed, recognizing our brokenness or our corruption in the Ten Commandments, And as we look to the weeks ahead, what does it mean to receive sustenance in the Lord's Supper? But today we're talking about what it means to live a life characterized, regulated by this practice of confession and absolution. We understand confession and absolution to be a gift that God gives us, not a command, not something that is forced upon us to wage guilt against us so that we might live a more perfect life. You know, God doesn't give us forgiveness so that he can then threaten us with withholding it later. He wins for us forgiveness that we might experience his grace and mercy in a transformative way. Our life changes when God interrupts our existence, when he proclaims that forgiveness and identity change on us in baptism, when he works faith in our heart, our life changes. And he calls us to live a more perfect life, but not out of of some motivation to simply avoid his judgment, although certainly uh, that's a, a worthy motivation to get to know God a little bit better. But when he reveals himself to us through Jesus, we see a God who is compassionate. We see a God who is patient. We see a God who is not going to compete with other gods in your life. He is going to claim all of you. And when he does so, he works love and change in our lives so that the people around us would recognize his work through us. And as we live lives oriented uh, by love toward others, they may come into contact with his love as well. But today we're talking specifically about the gift of confession and absolution. You know, as we walk through life and we maybe have a bad week where uh, maybe we, we had a change in circumstances or we were hurt by a friend or a conversation didn't go well, maybe something more catastrophic, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, A a relationship ending abruptly or someone turning against us in a way we didn't expect. We begin to get worn out. We begin to be weighed down. We begin to grow weary in life when things aren't as good this year as they were last year. When the economy starts to tank. When we get bad news about our health. We start to wonder, how are we going to make it through? How are we going to walk through this valley? How are we going to, how are we going to sustain through this season of challenge? God doesn't abandon us to our own devices at times like that. Now, God says, even in those challenging times, even in those hard times, even when it feels like I've turned my back to you, I am still with you. And I want to, I want to be with you in those hard days. I want to give you a gift that is going to sustain you and remind you and be a part of your life each and every day, each and every week in worship, but even in conversations you have with the Christians God has put in your life, I want to give you this gift, confession and absolution. What does it mean to actually say out loud these things that we have done wrong? Maybe to whisper them to God in our prayers or to quietly share them over a cup of coffee with a trusted friend and then to hear the sweet words of forgiveness from God in return. I've heard your confession. I know the things that are are wrong in your life. I know the darkness that's in your heart. I know the proneness to selfishness that's in your mind. I know the hurt that maybe your hands or your words have caused. And yet the death of my son Jesus counts for you. 
you are forgiven. All of those things that you have done wrong are wiped away. Your ledger is cleared. The debt is paid. The balance is is gone. You are forgiven. You are made new. You are marked as God's child. You are going to receive this forgiveness each and every day. It's a little bit like this. You know, as we walk through life as Christians, maybe sometimes we get into a skeptical mood and we say, okay, I know that when I came to faith, God forgave me and gave me this new identity. But I'll be honest, I'm still struggling because of this particular sin in my life. This particular habit that's just so hard for me to break or this tendency I have when my emotions run high. And how do I know that God forgives me of what I know is going to happen maybe in a few days or maybe in a few months or maybe at the Thanksgiving table? How do I know that God's going to forgive me then? And God says, look, my forgiveness for you is universal. It's complete. It's comprehensive. The the forgiveness that was won for you on the cross counts for the sins in your past and the sins in your future. But you are a human being. You live a life that's restricted to a particular amount of, of years. You are forced to experience life day by day by day. And so what's going to happen tomorrow and what happened yesterday bears a different kind of pressure on you than the way that I can see everything all at once as the creator, as the sustainer of all things. So I want you to have this gift in your life that you can experience and interact with and interface with each and every day. I've forgiven you of the sins that I know you'll commit five weeks from now, but you have not heard the forgiveness that comes from the sins you may have committed yesterday. So whether it's a Tuesday morning or a Wednesday night, you can turn to this gift that God gives us in confession and absolution and receive the forgiveness that he has won for us in a new way, in a fresh way, in a way that clears the conscience, in a way that lifts the weight off the shoulders. God's forgiveness gives you the strength to live on, to face another day, to face another situation, to have another conversation. In fact, the Apostle Paul puts it this way to his apprentice, to his student Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1. Hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you learned from me, a pattern shaped by the faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. Through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us, carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. Paul is encouraging Timothy to cling to this truth. God, the creator, the almighty mover within the universe, loves you individually And through Jesus has won for you forgiveness and new life. And through the Spirit has marked you as his own with a new identity. As you live each day, some days will go well and some days won't. You have this gift from God, this tool in your toolkit as a way to walk through life and remember the great promises that God has for you. Confessing of the things you have done wrong, receiving forgiveness from God, fresh and new. So I want to read just a little bit of what confession is from the small catechism that we've been guided by over the course of this series, and then simply encourage you to find someone in life to practice this with. The question in the catechism says, what is confession? Confession has two parts. First, that we confess our sins, and second, that we receive absolution, that is forgiveness from the pastor as from God himself, not doubting, but firmly believing that by it our sins are forgiven before God in heaven. Now, in this small catechism passage, it says, receive forgiveness by the pastor. That means when we sit in church and we do this together, or maybe when we call the pastor and have some one-on-one time with him, we can trust that God is speaking through him because he has been given that authority through the church, handed down by God in Jesus himself. But God even works 
through regular people, through non-pastors, through the Christians that you are friends with, through the people you spend your evenings with. God's word is true when spoken into our hearts in the faith that we have in Jesus. So think about the people in your life. Think about the people that you know. Maybe there is a pastor that you can contact. If you don't have a pastor, myself or Pastor Alan or Pastor Scott are more than willing to engage in that kind of relationship with you where we can announce God's forgiveness to you. But if there's someone in your life who you trust to share those burdens with, you trust to share those hurts with, those things that you have done wrong with, maybe find a regular time once a week or every other week or just when you can find it. And say, look, I, I need to, to share these things that have been weighing me down. And I just need you to announce God's forgiveness to me. Share God's forgiveness to me. I just need you to announce God's forgiveness to me and share God's great love with me. And I'll do the same for you. God's forgiveness is not restricted or kept back. Instead, it's poured out lavishly upon those who believe in his promises. Forgiveness, absolution, that comes from confessing of our sins, from admitting of the things that we do wrong. This is a great gift that God gives us. And it gives us strength to face each new day, whether the circumstances are what we would prefer or not. God gives us forgiveness. And he gives it to us in a way that we can experience day in and day out to sustain us as we endure in this faith through our whole lives. Let that be a comfort to you and an encouragement to you as you face the days, the weeks, the months, the years ahead. In Jesus' name, amen.